Hey, hey, welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. I'm Sierra Booker, sex and intimacy coach and sex enthusiast. I'm about to make your life a lot spicier. I help people find their truths and live their desires shame free. My goal is to break the generational and cultural shame around sexuality and sex, all while helping make your sexual experiences with yourself, partner, significant other in your life, everything that you desire. I am full of resources and I am extremely straight to the point. So if you are ready for the unsugar-coated talks, I'll be covering everything under the birds and the bees, aka sex. Welcome to the Unchained Sex Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Unchained Sex Cast. First off, I have to say, there is only one thing that is shameful about sexuality, and that is judging others' ways of expressing themselves. That is the only thing that is shameful about it, is when we have people and I feel like we're all guilty of it. Like we've all been there because that's what we've been programmed to. But that's the only thing that's shameful. And it's it's judging other people on how they express themselves. I talk about sexuality a lot and I talk about it a lot on my Instagram and I feel like it's something that we do a lot of as a coach. I've had so many sexuality talks over the years and that's one thing that led me to pursuing being a coach in sexuality and I think I I was drawn to coaching sexuality because this is an area that is never ending, it's ever flowing, it's ever changing and it's different in every single person. I honestly can say I think that's that's one of the true I think I just really that saying that all aloud now but that's definitely one of the core reasons you know I'm gonna give you guys the core pillars of how to determine your sexuality that's one of the core reasons that I became a coach in sexuality and it's just ever flowing it's ever changing and there's always room for expansion Mm, you know I love pushing my limits and I love seeing people push their limits and I love seeing people push their limits because I can see the potential and the potential's there. It's not just me seeing it. People have potential. People have power. We just ignore it and we forget about it. So I push myself to always push my limits and I love helping other people push their limits as well. And another reason why it ties right in with the coaching. I love pushing limits in a safe environment for people to explore. I love working with areas that are always evolving and always expanding. So when it comes to determining your sexuality, you know, this could go on forever and ever, definitely not just a 25, 30 minute podcast. So if this is a subject that is touching you, I definitely recommend looking at some of my other podcasts on sexuality and checking out my Instagram. Go follow me, inspired by Sierra, S-I-E-R-R-A. There's underscores in between inspired by Sierra. Go follow me on Instagram though and take a look at some of the people that I also follow. I follow more sexuality coaches and therapists and sex therapists and people who highlight a lot about sexuality. So this is something that I as a coach, I'm also always growing and expanding on because it's never ending. You know, the possibilities are endless on what I can learn about sexuality. And that's why I love it. Now, a lot of the time, whenever I'm working with clients in sessions, sometimes it is work where we are working directly on identifying the pillars of your sexuality. So you guys are getting this for free today. A little sneak peek at what we do in a session as far as when it comes to determining your sexuality. So 
So one, first and foremost, establishing safety is so important. If you're not feeling safe in your body and if you're not feeling safe in your environment, then it's gonna be really hard for you to explore your sexuality. That just gets pushed to the bottom of the list unfortunately, because we don't need our sexualities to physically survive. I mean, yes, we need them, but it just gets pushed to the list of the hierarchy of needs. So whenever your body is in a state of aggravation, anxiety, fight or flight, that, you know, your adrenal glands are overproducing cortisol and you're just in a state of hypervigilance and fight or flight and survival mode, your sexuality is not going to be something that comes up. You know, a lot of people are like, Sierra, why, why are our libidos so off? And I'm like, well, how's your stress levels? And they're like, oh, I've been working in a state of stress for 10 years. It's like, well, let's start there. Whenever you're under stress and you're you're under that pressure, your sexuality is not going to be something that you're going to be able to fully explore. Creating safety within the body again is one of the first things I do in a coach client session is creating that safe environment with me as your coach and also how you can create that safety again in your body. And if you're like, Sierra, you're talking some crazy shit. Guys, this is all stuff I personally have fucking gone through. Let me just say, it's not for the faint of heart. If you're really wanting to go to the deeper parts of yourself to really unlock that true intimate experience and being able to open yourself to full vulnerability, being able to be completely vulnerable with your partners and and experience that deep, fulfilling intimacy with yourself. And then, you know, sharing that with other people. If you really want to do the work, you're going to have to go to different places. So it's going to look different for every person. I don't really like to compare journeys because everybody's journey is going to be different and everyone's past is also different. You know, a lot of our past, our childhood, a lot of our experiences in life, I feel like also help us to shape our sexuality and to really discover who we are as a person and as a being. There's a few different things that come into play, uh, you know, creating that safety, A number one. And when you have that safety within yourself, you're able to explore your turn-ons and things a little bit more. When it comes to determining your sexuality, there's two things that I always ask. And I give lots of exercises to explore turn-ons, different areas. You know, we look at your erotic blueprints. So what what mainly turns you on? Are you a sexual? Are you essential? Are you kinky like me? You know, are you a shapeshifter? Whatever your erotic blueprint is, that also comes into play. We explore different areas that can kind of let you tap into turn-ons because we don't like to just, you know, this isn't work that you just jump head first into. You kind of got to ease into different areas and find out what you don't like. You know, one of the things that we, so one of the exercises I do is establishing your fuck no's. And if you're like, wait, I thought we were trying to find out what my turn-ons were, (laughs) not my fuck no's. You won't know your fuck yeses until you know your fuck no's. And a lot of us don't even know how to say fuck no. A lot of us don't even know what that feels like. I'm going to just give you a second right here on this podcast episode to really kind of tap into how your body reacts to a fuck no and a fuck yes. So if you're listening to this right now, I want you, if you're able to close your eyes, close your eyes for a second. And if you're not able to close your eyes, then just really try to focus in for a minute on your body. You know, if you're driving in the car, feel the steering wheel underneath your hands, travel that back to your shoulders. Are your shoulders pressing against the back of the seat. Where are you sitting right now? I want you to really just come into your body, feel your environment. You know, are you sitting on the floor, your feet on the ground right now? Are you barefoot? Are you outside feeling the grass beneath your feet right now? Wherever you're at, I want you to feel your body, feel everywhere the external environment's touching you, and then just come to center. And I want you to just focus 
on the center of your body right now. Focus on the center of your body. And then I want you to think of no. No. How is your body reacting to the word no? You're saying no to the food that you don't like. (laughs) All right. Do you feel like a sensation in your body anywhere? Does your body tense? Are you feeling it in your pussy? This is where women, when you are connected to your body and you're connected to your femininity and your pussy, your pussy's going to tell you everything. It has an intuition of its own and it's never fucking wrong. So when you can tap into that intuition, whew, different conversation. So feel how your body feels to know. And then I want you to say yes and I want you to think of yes. You're saying yes to your favorite flavor of ice cream or whatever that feels like. Do you kind of smile? Do you kind of sit a little bit taller? Do you get a little excited? Whenever we are unable to identify our yeses and our noes, it's going to make it really hard for us to figure out what our turn-ons are. And then we're going to get confused. And then it's even harder to try and explain that to our partner. And so it leads to a lot of miscommunication. And it leads to a lot of sad sex. Doing the work and and really determining the pillars of your sexuality and what your turn-ons are is going to be so worth it in the long run. Not only for yourself and your overall fulfillment of life, your quality of life, but also for your partnerships and your relationships. It's going to be so much different. Think about if you went into a relationship knowing your fuck yeses and your fuck noes. Your absolute yeses of I need this. Not only are these my yeses, but this is what I need. And then this is what I don't settle for. This is what, these are my fuck noes. Think about if you went into a relationship saying that about your own personal boundaries and also your sexual side. What are your fuck yeses for the bedroom? What are your fuck noes for the bedroom? And what are you open to exploring? Think about if you were to go into a relationship with all of those things just stacked in your belt. How would it feel? How well, What would be the outcome of that relationship? You know, how would you feel if you felt that right now in your partnership? It's not too late. It's never too late to start working on these things. Whenever I say I've had clients in their 50s and 60s, I mean, it's never too late, you guys. You know, a lot of people don't start thriving in their sexuality until their 50s and 60s. I can say that for a matter of fact. I have had so many older clients versus younger at times. You know, I remember like half of a year, I feel like every women's event I did was for women in their 50s plus. You know, one of my oldest guests, I think, at one of my women's events was 83, 85, you know, in her upper 80s. Hell, she might have even been in her 90s. I mean, she was like, it was 80 plus. I mean, you never, it's it's never too late to start exploring. So if this, if you're listening to this now and you're like, oh, I'm feeling some of this, don't let it sit with just this podcast. Like, yes, sit on this podcast, take it all in, process it the next few days, and then take some fucking action. Don't let it just sit. If you're only listening to the podcast and you're not actually putting in any work or making shift or anything, then I'm going to call you out right now and let you know it's not going to fucking help. You have to make that conscious choice to say, you know what? Yes, I am committed to finding out my fuck yeses and my fuck does. Whenever it comes to determining your sexuality, the two things that I ask about all of your turn-ons and the different places that we explore is number one, do you have to have this to become sexually aroused? So let's just say you're a female and you are questioning whether you are bisexual or not. 
you've always had an interest in females, but you've always only dated men. Uh, you know, maybe you've had some drunk excursions, whatever. You've always questioned it, you're, but you're just not really sure if, if you actually would call yourself that. So this is one way, this is an example of using this question. I would ask you, do you have to have this to become sexually aroused? So if you're a female questioning whether you are bisexual or not, my question would be, do you need to have a vulva owner in the equation to become sexually aroused. So do you actually need that to become sexually aroused? And then my next question to you would be, do you want to act on the fantasies that you've had? We have a lot of fantasies. We might have a lot of kinks. We might watch a lot of lesbian porn. Do you necessarily want to act on those fantasies? Meaning, would you want to actually invite a female into the bedroom? Would you want to go on a date with a female? Are those things that you actually want to act on or are they just fantasies and you love where they live up in your head? So those are two questions that I use quite frequently when it comes to really pinpointing different turn-ons. And if it's related to your sexuality, you know, I say all the time, you can like stuff in your ass and that doesn't make you gay. You can like stuff in your butt. That does not determine anything about your sexuality. You can be bisexual. You can be married to a man and still love women and still be attracted to women. You can be in a relationship with a female and still be attracted to men. You know, that doesn't determine your sexuality. What it really boils down to is what you have to have to become sexually aroused. Is that the only thing that gets you sexually aroused? You know, we start to dig a little bit deeper into is that the sole thing of your arousal or are there other things that arouse you more? Or are there a lot more things in your life that, that will sexually arouse you? So we look at those two questions. Do you want to act on it? Do you need it to become sexually aroused? I like to suggest using little self-help tests like the erotic blueprints, the BDSM test, the love language quiz and that book just to help you get started in the right direction. Those are things that you can literally do within an hour. Like you could do all three of those things I think I just mentioned within an hour, I feel like. So even just in one hour, that can give you so much insight on different things. And a lot of people are like, what's a test gonna tell me that I don't already know? Well, one, unless you've had extensive sex education, I guarantee about 50% of what's on those tests, you probably won't even think of or might not even have heard of. So it's just things that you don't consciously have in front of you all the time, then obviously you're not going to think of those things. So taking little self-help tests like that is a great start in the right direction. I also recommend talking to a coach, you know, someone like me who's worked through my own fuck yeses, my own fuck noes, my own kinks, my sexuality very heavily. I've done a lot of heavy work, especially in the past few years. Have a conversation with me. If you're like, I don't even know where to start, start with a coach. And if you're like, I've never even heard of what you do, like, you know, I always have, I almost always, when somebody asks me what I do and I tell them I'm a sex coach, they look at me like, holy, holy fuck. Like they don't even understand what I'm saying. And so a lot of people are not used to that. And then I go in environments where there's like 10 sex coaches in one room. So for me, it's ever flowing, but if you didn't know what a sex coach does, this is not therapy. We're not doing like deep internal traumatic work here. Coaching is focusing on your future, your present, and not your past. Like therapy will, you know, therapy does a lot of past work and healing. Coaching is more of positive movement forward. And that's what sex coaching is. We are looking at where you are now and where you want to go, where you want to be. Where do you see yourself in five years with your sexual life? 
with your sexuality, with your sexual health? What are your sexual health goals? Do you even have sexual health goals? Even me being in the sexual wellness industry for as long as I've been in, I still learn stuff about my sexuality. And whenever I take little quizzes like the erratic blueprints, like you guys have heard me talk a little bit more about being psychological kinky. And if you're new to this term, it is a type of erotic blueprint. So erotic blueprints by Jaya. Um, if you just Google it, it'll pull up. It's on, it's been on Sex, Love, and Goop on Netflix. You know, this has helped over millions of people have taken this erotic blueprint quiz, but she has mastered the erotic blueprints into five different categories. And these are five different types of turn-ons that you could be. And so when you take this quiz, I did the paid $17 version. It's 100% worth it. Um, you get a full PDF document explaining your kinks and talking about different things. You literally keep it forever. I reference mine frequently. Being in the sexual wellness field for as long as I have, you know, whenever I did the erotic blueprint quiz, and it gives you one of five different types of turn-ons basically, while well, I am kinky, and I was kind of like really surprised, actually. I honestly thought I would be more of a shapeshifter, which goes between a lot of things. Um, but then I looked at it a little more and I realized how how it broke me down. <laughs> so one, kinky and shapeshifter is kind of a really toss up in the meaning. And when you look at kinky, it's a very much taboo turn ons. So and a very wide variety. So shapeshifter and kinky can kind of be similar in the aspect of shapeshifters also have a very wide variety. Kinky also has a wide variety. But kinky is also a little bit different in this part of we like a specific type of play, whereas shapeshifters might hold sensual and sexual and kinky play all on the same level. When I got my results back, I looked a little further. And so kinky is actually broken down into two categories, sensual or psychological. And the more I looked at it, I'm definitely psychological because of the psychological kink. And I'm like, but I also do this. And then I thought, but wait a second. So when it really comes down to it, I have to have a psychological kinky aspect to become sexually aroused. And that is why it is my main blueprint because I have to have that to become sexually aroused. For other people who might be kinky psychological, if I'm like speaking to you and you're like, wow, I never thought about it, go take the blueprint quiz because I'm telling you, this is one of the hardest kinks I feel like to explain because you don't actually know, like for me, I didn't actually know that this was a thing. Who else out there knew that you had to have psychological kinky stimulation to become sexually aroused. Like I would have never thought, but the more I looked into it, the more it made sense. So my second type of blueprint. So whenever you do the paid version, you get like your top three blueprints, I think. So my top was kinky and psychological. And then my second was sensual which kind of threw me off because I have been in a stage of my life where I've not felt sensual at all. You know, coming off from having a baby, you know, I was like 200 plus pounds having that baby, not feeling very fucking sexy. I definitely had a rough ass pregnancy and I had a rough ass delivery. Everything about it was rough ass. I lost my gallbladder a month after I had my daughter. Like it was all eating a shit fucking sandwich. And so I did not feel sensual. I did not feel sexy, which is interesting why this was my second type of blueprint turn on. And then I thought, and then I questioned myself and I was like, well, am I more Am I more sensual because then psychological? And I'm like, no, psychological kinky is definitely my number one. I have to have that to become sexually aroused. And my turn-ons flow very high into that category. And I can go way further. I'll probably drop some extras in my email of psychological kink turn-ons. So if you are one or you have a partner, I can drop several different hot things. <laughs> 
for you to do that will definitely feed their feed their everything basically but so I started question I'm like okay am I more psychological or am I more sensual and then I'm like no sensual comes in second because I I need to have that psychological kink part to it and then the second part of my turn-ons would be sensual and what's even better is it ties more in with my love language so switching over to love language I am a very high physical touch right now before my pregnancy I interesting how babies change everything this is also why I'm like people who have multiple babies back to back to back and aren't touching in with this shit girl I am like sending you so much motherfucking love right now because when you're not tapping into this stuff it is fucking hard and I can only imagine what you've been going through before my pregnancy I was mainly words of affirmation love language and if you're not familiar with that words of affirmation means for me to feel loved the most I need to hear it I need you to tell me I love you I want you to text me throughout the day I need you to check in on me when I hear it whenever I see those visual words that's how I feel loved most (laughs) after my pregnancy after I had my daughter my love language shifted to physical touch I need to be fucking touched y'all maybe it was because I went through nine months of not being hardly touched at all because I did not want to be fucking touched afterwards I'm like I need you to touch me all the time I don't know so interesting enough my love language is primarily physical touch right now which means I feel most loved whenever my partner comes up and hugs me from behind or surprises me with an ass grab I'm also kinky y'all so (laughs) be creative physical touch kinkiness it all winds in together and then it also that physical touch aspect winds right into my second blueprint the sensual side so sensual and physical touch go hand in hand because when we talk about sensual turn-ons that is all of your senses so if you are high sensual then you're probably one who likes to make sure you have like the right pillow or the blanket on the bed the soft one that you like or you like to make sure you're burning your favorite vanilla candle or you like to make sure that maybe you bring some sexy foods into the bedroom and feed your partner high sensual is someone who likes to fuck with their senses I mean the best way to put it (laughs) you like your senses to be fucked with you need your senses to be stimulated in different ways you might be also high sensual if you like the light feather touching or like to be flogged or maybe you like to be restrained and your touch taken away those are all very high sensual things so what's crazy and this is why I love doing and working with all of these different types of self-help tasks because they really help you understand yourself and how your body works and so I know that I need high physical touch I also know that sensual wise I love being massaged so massage and physical touch that's like one of my favorite things I love being massaged it goes hand in hand with being a sensual turn on and the physical touch aspect of feeding my love language so whenever you really look at all of them and start to dive into all the little details it starts to tie together and it starts to make sense you know me I love pushing my limits in my life and in my professional field and I also ties in with my sexuality. I love pushing my limits in my kink field, my psychological kinks. I love pushing limits. I love exploring new things. I love taboo things. You know, kinky, the more more of the kinky side versus just the psychological, kinky is just more about the taboo things. There's probably not anything that my partner has come to me and asked me to do that I denied because I'm like, yes. Like, I mean, yes, I have my hard nose. I have my fuck nose, just like anybody else does. But anything taboo, I'm like, yes. Yep. 
sign me up uh-huh 100 percent. yep where do i sign dotted line yep uh-huh let's do it kinky Ooh. all right taboo okay like that's just my brain like i think it just keeps it healthy i think it keeps me feeling fulfilled you know whenever we stop feeding that sexual side when we stop feeding important parts of us that's whenever we stop feeling fulfilled so I have more for you. Introducing the Unchained Fan Club. This is all for you guys with bonus and exclusive content produced monthly. What you're going to find in the Unchained Fan Club is Guests Unchained, our new version of the show that features guests. I'm talking coaches, the sex pros, the open relationships, you name it. In Guests Unchained, I will be interviewing our guests, asking them everything you know that's unchained. Not to mention, in our fan club, we also have a new feature with open relationship coach Jennifer Kalo. In the fan club, you're going to find special segments called Taboo Topics with Jen K. These are 10 to 15 minute bestie talks with me and Jen talking everything that's taboo the taboo topics that we get flagged on for social media that's what you're gonna find everything and more in the Unchained fan club this is for you guys I have a lot of people who ask me how they can support the podcast and this is one way that you can support us this is not a produced podcast this is all self-funded contribution to joining the fan club ensures that our podcast gets to keep going and keep spreading sex positivity and sex positive conversations consider joining the fan club try us out if you don't like us unsubscribe you know you can always come back we'll always welcome you back but i hope you consider joining it's going to be a great time i'll see you in the fan club don't forget you have immediate access to all the juicy ass fucking content as soon as you join so i'll see you over there guys today I'm going to sum it up for you on our four key things when it comes to determining the pillars of your sexuality and diving into that area and this is also again you're getting a little sneak peek at what I do with coach to client work first thing that we do is find what doesn't turn you on whenever we do that we also do number two which is finding what does turn you on so we're finding your fuck yeses we're finding your fuck no's number three what do you need to become aroused so we're looking at what do you actually have to have present for you to become sexually aroused and number four what are you interested in exploring so what other areas have you thought about what other fantasies have you might have had that have kind of always just been hanging around in the background that maybe you've really never pinpointed what other areas are you looking at exploring those are the top four things that we look at when it comes to diving more into your sexuality and discovering more about your your turn-ons determining your sexuality has so many different layers and there's so much to it there's so much depth there like i said that's just a room and a place that will always have expansion room for expansion so don't ever cut yourself off. I feel like a lot of people are going to be listening to this and feeling like, man, I am guilty of cutting this area off for years and years and years. That's okay though. You're here now. And don't focus on the past. Like I said, we're looking at where you are now and where you want to be. And are you making actual shift and steps daily, weekly, monthly to go in the direction that you want to go? That's what coaching is all about. Whether it's business coaching, sex coaching, whatever it looks like. We're looking at where you are now. We're saying fuck the past. Fuck everything that happened. You do not need any part of your past to validate where you are now. You do not need any part of your past to validate where you're going to go. You know, if you're like, well, I've only been here and this is what I've done before. So I'll never. No, you do not need any of that. Where are you now? 
Where do you want to go? Where do you want to be sexually? Where do you want to be in your relationship? What are the things you want to do that you haven't got to do? It's only forward movement. So I hope you like this episode on sexuality. And if you want to talk more about this, then hit me up. Right now you can book sex coaching with me. So right now you can book by two sessions at a time with me through the end of September. After September, I'll be going into my off season. So some of you might have known this. Some of you, this might be new. That doesn't mean that the podcast is going anywhere, guys. That just means after September, I'm not going to be working one-on-one with clients until the 2024 season starts. But you can book two sessions with me at a time. Whenever you book two sessions with me, it also includes three weeks of service. So like I said before, a lot of the coaching work, yes, we have great movement, great breakthroughs sometimes during sessions, but a lot of the work is also put in in between sessions because you're the key. It's all you, baby. You got it. You've always had it. You always will. So I hope to see you soon. If this is something that has really touched you and you're like, you know what? I'm ready to look further into my sexuality. I'm ready to start looking more into these areas because I need it. I need it. I'm, you're, you're tired of where you are. You've absolutely given it all you've got and you're tired of being stuck in the rut of not feeling fulfilled. If you're ready for that, then definitely let's have a chat. I would love to see you and I would love to help you explore further in this area and explore your sexuality. Listening to the Unchained Sex Cast. For more, please follow us on Instagram under the Unchained Sex Cast or my coaching page, Inspired by Sierra. If you feel inclined, please feel free to share us with your friends. This is not a sponsored podcast, so it is by word of mouth. If you liked us, loved us, wanted to review us, please take a second and do so, and we would super appreciate it to help us organically grow. Thanks again for catching the Unchained Sex Cast. We'll see you on our next episode.